everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And we are so excited today. We have a very special guest with us. One of our favorite Hallstars is here. First time on the podcast. We have Jack Turner is here. All right. Jack, all right. Yes. Jack, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Ah, Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm very grateful to be here. Thank you. Yes. We like to start out our interviews by asking, uh, what inspired you to get into acting? How did you get started? Yeah, uh, sure. Um, I got into acting relatively late uh, in comparison to, you know, a lot of people who seem to do it from the womb. Uh, I um, learned to act when I was living in San Francisco. I was about 24, maybe. Uh, I was working for Google at the time in San Francisco, and uh, I would get off the bus every day um, at work and across from the Google office was an acting studio, um, Shelton Studios. And it had this beautiful sign up on the, uh, on the pier um, of the founder, Gene Shelton, you know, a picture maybe from the fifties, huge picture, beautiful black and white. And uh, it literally was a kind of a sign that like drew me in to, to check it out. And um, I thought that it would be helpful for, uh, for work, for presentations and such. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, just as a general kind of practice of psychology, which is my background and um, understanding other people. Uh, and I, I hoped that it would benefit my work. Um, and, uh, well, it didn't because I ended up falling in love with acting and then uh, that became my work. Uh, so that was really how I got into acting. I was, I was doing a night school up there for about two years um, multiple nights a week after I'd finished work at Google. Mm -hmm. and then, um, so how did you end up, end up at Google to begin with from England? Well, that was just an interview that went my yeah. way. Um, you know, I was lucky. Um, I came out of university, I had good grades, uh, and uh, someone said, Google are kind of looking for people with your background and, and what you're kind of coming with out of university. And, uh, you know, so I, I literally went in the front door. Um, I didn't know anyone there. Um, I shot in an application in the dark. They got back to me and um, had the interviews with the, the finance team there in London because uh, I worked in, in what they call the finance team. But what that means is we had financial services clients. So, for example, if a bank or something needed to sell a credit card on Google, and at the time a lot of people didn't necessarily know how to do that, we would help them with their campaigns. So they did as well as possible. And then, you know, they would see the value in, in working with us over time. So... Anyway, yeah, met, met with the finance team, had an interview, and uh, was lucky enough to get in. Uh, and then after a couple of years in London, I transferred to San Francisco, and I worked there for about three. Oh, okay, so you started working in London, and then yeah. got the move over. Yeah, and I was really lucky actually because London at the time, and who knows, it might still be, was kind of one of the most competitive markets for Google in the world. Um, high population mm -hmm. density, very high internet speeds. Uh, and so it was uh, because of the competition, it was, it was very tough to make it work for people. So we learned a lot and we got to kind of take that knowledge um, yeah. elsewhere. Was your family kind of upset that you're moving over to the States so far away? No, you know, if they were, they hit it well. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I think that it was it was the way that my life was going um and uh, yeah uh, yeah well i think that you could make a hallmark movie about your life 
I mean, you're in business, <laughs> right? You're working it out. You see these, the, you see, of course you'd have to make it a, a girl in the acting studio or whatever. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that would draw you away from business. We yeah, should make this happen. We should, we should write yeah. a script. All right. I'm ready. Good. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. Yeah. Um, you can have Taylor yeah, as your course. ingenue at yeah. the acting studio. Yeah, there you go. It writes yeah. itself. It's yeah. done. It's, it's in the can already. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. Uh, so, yeah. So you just started, you started out at this acting school and then yeah. do you remember like the first real kind of role that you got, what that was like? Yeah. The first. <laughs> did you just sort of freak out? Yeah, I did. In fact, my dad was visiting at the time from England and it was the first role I got in a feature and it was a lead role um it ended up not getting finished it was a uh, uh, it just didn't work out and right. uh yeah it ha has not seen the light of day uh, -huh. uh which is probably a good thing um but uh yeah I was so excited to do it and uh and work on that feature before that I had done a short um and you know I, I had so many examples of even things like shorts stopping me from doing things I'd planned in my personal life. I was meant to be at a friend's wedding in Turkey and then this short came up, but it was like a really good opportunity. It was my first time, first time opportunity to get good footage. Uh -huh. And, uh, you know, I couldn't go to that. And that happens so often. If you want to book a job, book a plane ticket as an actor. Right. <laughs> uh, and so, but my first feature was that one. My first feature to finish uh, was a film called The Ten Year Plan, and I was thrilled to get that. Um, it was a LGBT mm -hmm. uh, movie that did really well in about 2014, um, yeah. and uh, I got to do a, a number of film festivals with that, tour around a bit, and uh, it went on Netflix and, and did really well. A lot of people around the world have seen it and written me notes and stuff like that. It's been wonderful. So That's I've great. been very lucky. Yeah. Uh, and uh, hopefully that will continue. <laughs> and on IMDb, it said you're a musician as well. And I see, I see yeah. guitars and things. In yeah, my background. babies. Yeah. yeah. These are two of my babies. There are, there are more <laughs> behind the mirrors. Uh, it's an addiction. I yeah. Have a problem. Yeah. Uh, but the first step is admitting oh. you have one. <laughs> <laughs> so, so which came, so did the music then come first before acting? Oh, or, yeah, yeah. 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 So I've done music since I was a kid and. Um, mm -hmm. You know, like a lot of kids hated it, and that uh, was my mom made me take my piano lessons, and uh, it was very yeah. helpful for me. Well, uh, maybe we need to make our dream movie that we're just created into yeah. a musical. Yeah, but you know, I'm a crap right? singer. I'm a crap singer. Oh, no. <laughs> a lot of people will know, um, but I'll write the score for it. No yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. If and you if... can sing, then we're in business. <laughs> if I can sing. <laughs> yeah. Or if so you know I, anyone that can sing. I'd be the one interested in Taylor. That would be a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. That would be exciting. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we've long said that that we don't understand why Hallmark doesn't have musicals because you just think with Christmas and Christmas music. Yeah, there could be something there. So good. And there's so yeah. many people in the Hallmark family who are musically gifted. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There are a lot. Yeah. I mean, Jessica Lowndes, you have Jen right. Lilly, you have Alicia Witt. The list goes on and on. On and on. So. Hmm. <laughs> it would be so funny if they had a Hallmark musical at Countdown to Christmas. Yeah. I mean, the ratings would be through the roof. It'd be game over. Yeah, the yeah. TV would explode. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> 
We just want to take a break from the show just to have a little check-in before we go on in the show. So we actually want to talk about our sponsor for this week, um, BetterHelp. Uh, in 2021, it's definitely okay to talk about your mental health, about your happiness. Humans aren't meant to keep everything inside. It can make us sick and therapy helps. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now. Maybe you need some tools to help. Maybe you've got stress, insecurity, problems in your relationship, um, are not dealing well with things going on in your life. And that's what therapy can be. And whatever you need, don't be ashamed because normal humans struggle and they start to feel better and that's okay. It's good to start to feel better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers you video, phone, or a live chat session with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. The good thing is BetterHelp is much more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. See if it's for you because you are your greatest asset. So this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Hallmarkies Podcasts. And listeners can get 10% off of their first month of better at betterhelp.com slash Hallmarkies. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash Hallmark Keys. So you had an interesting COVID year, it seems like, from yeah, following did, your yeah. Twitter. So uh, yeah. <laughs> you had at one point where you got COVID. Yeah, I had it super early on um, in March, mid-March. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how I got it or where, um, but I got it when the world went into shutdown and lockdown mm -hmm. that, that I think it was like March the 13th is when the world stopped. Um, and I started having symptoms on March 14th. Oh and gosh. it's funny because I was socially distancing before that for at least a week, but I did travel the week before. Uh, so I don't know. Um, and it wasn't good. Uh, it wasn't a good experience. Yeah, uh, I was sick I for about imagine. 10 days and that was, it was okay. I was a bit breathless towards the end, but you know, it was fine. Um, but my wife had a bad time. Oh, um, did she? Oh. Yeah, and in fact, still can't smell. Um, oh. So she was one of the uh, unfortunate cases where it's got to be the weirdest really symptom of all is the yeah. lack of taste. That's so weird. I can't imagine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's it was not the best, uh, but we are lucky enough to get through it. I recommend yeah. people don't get it because <laughs> uh, you don't want to be the exception. Please, uh, you might think you're going to be fine, but. Yeah. That is clearly not the case. My wife's fitter than anyone I know. Yeah. And uh, it really clobbered her. Yeah. So be careful, everyone. Please get your vaccinations. I have my second dose coming up next week. I'm yeah. so excited. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm yeah. really yeah. pleased for you. Yes. Good stuff. I, I, this is my greatest accomplishment is that I went a whole year without getting COVID. Good for you. It was very difficult. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It really tough. was. I haven't been yeah. to church in a year. I've hardly been That's out a, of my house. Yeah. So you know i think yeah, everyone has different priorities but from my perspective i think you probably made the right choices <laughs> yeah yeah living is always the good choice yeah because <laughs> i don't think it was better well. than the alternative so you then shaved your hair yes off, and you said this was COVID hair so why was that your response to COVID? oh no that was that wasn't 
it was I called it a COVID cut, I think. Because oh, I, COVID cut. Like, Sorry. Yeah, COVID that was cut. like trending on. Um, it was on your Twitter, is what you had said. Oh yeah, well, you COVID gave cut. it a COVID cut, and you shaved oh, off I was all losing your hair. my hair for years, so um, I thought it was time to get rid of it, and um, <laughs> and then I did, and I'm so happy I did. Yeah, uh, you like it? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Even if I could, I wouldn't go back. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I've been very happy to. So do this that. is this is what this is the new Jack Turner. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, great. Moving forwards. Mm-hmm. One, what did the uh, like the Hallmark move. people and other people did they? What did they think? Were they shocked when you? I don't know. They... Honestly, the the director said, oh, "I like your new look. Um, let's go ahead." There you uh, go. I didn't speak to anyone at Hallmark about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't know. But everybody um, seemed to be like it. Everyone seemed to like it. I I have no idea, uh, <laughs> but I can tell you, I like it. Yeah, and my wife likes it, and uh, life is going to move forward like this. Yeah, very good. Yeah. I like it. So thank there you, you very go. much. Yeah. There you go. Um, you said that you wanted to look like Mad Max in your tweet. Oh no, I didn't say I wanted to, but I certainly felt like I did look okay. like Mad Max. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bane comparisons were also drawn. Uh, yeah. But uh, whatever the comparison is, I'll take it. <laughs> so then you had tested for the antibody and you had it. Yeah, I did. Yeah. And so then you were able to do some work for you were able to. You know, I I wanted to, and I did help a little bit um, with some early COVID testing sites. Uh, Mm. But then other places that I tried to volunteer were incredibly difficult to help. Uh, Like one place I I called them up and I was like, you know, what can I do? And they're like, nothing. We've got a million volunteers. We're overwhelmed by support. Nothing you can do. Oh my gosh. So then I was like, do you have anything and they said well you could like man the telephones or whatever in like the graveyard shift so i said okay let's you know let's do it not particularly looking forward to it uh and then they never got back to me so i had a couple of experiences like that where i was like chasing uh chasing opportunities up to help and it didn't really work out and then also as time passed we learned more a bit about antibodies and the uncertainty around them etc um and so I've been as careful as anyone else, uh, despite having had uh, COVID. I felt right. fairly confident based on the research we were seeing and reading that I wasn't likely to get it again, or if I did, that it wouldn't be perhaps too bad. Um, mm-hmm. But I haven't taken that risk. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's been a, a, a very isolated year. Yeah. Well, I can understand that. Yeah. That's for sure. Well, and also because you don't want to get it and be asymptomatic and then give it to someone else. That's true. That's the 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 real kicker for me. That like, right? Yeah, you might get it and you might think you're going to be fine, but do you want to give it to your grandma? No. Right. Yeah. So your first role for Hallmark was in My Summer Prince. Yeah, I believe, and that was your first time working with Taylor as well. Yeah. And she's just your good luck charm. It seems like. Yeah, totally. Totally. Ta- yeah. My talisman. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Uh, that film was so fun. My Summer Prince was so fun. We shot in Park City in Utah. Yeah. Uh, Taylor's obviously wonderful, as you know. Um, the crew on that was just uh, fabulous. Uh, we had just a great time. Mm-hmm. Um, it was one of those movies where everything just felt really good. Um, so yeah. it was a great Lauren introduction. Holly, to that the... was fun. Yeah. To work. Yeah. Lauren yeah, Holly. Totally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was just a great situation and yeah. a really good introduction to the the Hallmark world. And then since mm-hmm. then, 
uh, have uh, been lucky to work with Taylor numerous times mm -hmm. and uh, also with you know other great uh, castmates too. Yeah. Well, it, the whole thing, as you said, was shot in Utah, which is where I'm from. Oh, is so, that right? Yeah. Where so I'm about, I'm about an hour from Park City. I'm like 35 minutes south of Salt Lake. So. All right. Like yeah. Plano area? What's that? Plain. Oh, sorry. No, I'm. You mean Provo? Yes. Yeah. Provo. Yeah. yeah I'm a, I'm like right in between, like in between Salt Lake and Provo. I'm like okay. right in the middle kind of there. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So you were all in my neck of the woods. Great neck of the woods. <laughs> yeah. Really uh, friendly people. Great yeah. coffee. Good time. Yeah. I yeah. shot two films there. I enjoyed it very much. Oh, yeah. Uh, which was, was the other one? The other one uh, was called The Landlord. It might have oh. ended up being called Fatherly Obsession. I forget oh. which. Lifetime film. Right. Um, with Molly McCook and Ted McGinley. Cool. And in fact, some of the people that were on my summer prints in terms of the crew and production uh, were behind that and then involved me in it. Uh, mm -hmm. So, uh, so yeah, I got to be there twice, which is great. Cool. Uh, yeah, I like that one. I think it's funny. And I think that... I, I enjoy particularly Lauren Holly's character being this sort of evil kind yeah. of yeah boss character. I thought she was funny. You know, it's funny. I think I was only with her for one scene. I was so mm -hmm. disappointed because like, you know, she was with Taylor and she was, I think yeah. she got sick in the film, right? So she right. was always like isolated. <laughs> and so I was never in any of those scenes, but like I did yeah. get to meet her once towards mm -hmm. the end of shooting and she is a gem. Uh, yeah, and uh, Topher Payne wrote that script, and yeah. I, I think he does a very good job with the banter and the characters and things. That script made me laugh out loud yes. um, when I read it, and uh, it's funny. He's such mm -hmm. a good writer, and he's so well-respected within the playwright community mm -hmm. also. I was yep. at, I'm in acting classes most week, or at least I was before COVID, and uh, I remember a, a couple of guys put on this great scene and and afterwards i said to them like you know who wrote that yeah. and they were like you know tofu pain i was like no way he, yeah. you know he wrote my summer prince and uh yeah his writing really pops yeah i think we need to get him involved in our little in our go. little fake movie a musical number yeah, our musical yeah. Number. we can have him involved <laughs> yeah. and he can write the he can help us write the script and uh i, I think he'll be a big fan <laughs> we get him involved <laughs> Yep. Um, well, so then you had one the one winter weekend, the first one. Did you have a feeling like this is really fun? I think it's going to work, or you just never know. Had no idea. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it was really fun to do, certainly, yeah. and had uh, you know zero uh, complaints. Just had a great time doing the first one, but it it felt like a contained film at that point, you know, um, yeah. and. I wasn't aware that Hallmark did, you know, sequential movies necessarily. Mm -hmm. There probably have been, I didn't know. Yeah. And then, you know, we started getting wind of like the second one. And then after the second one, we thought, well, they definitely missed something. Like mm -hmm. uh, then maybe there would be a third one coming. Um, and so, yeah. Well, front, I had no idea, but they uh, don't do that great. many of the sequels, but honestly, most of the sequels are terrible and it's because oh, it's right? like they get the couple together and then they kind of don't want they don't know what to do next yeah it's tough to right? take it somewhere then yeah. and i think because this one had two couples there was like a little bit more they could kind of do with yeah, that sure. second entry and yeah. it's weird because a lot of times in the second entry they kind of go sort of dark because they're oh, really? like trying to get conflict for these characters and so right. 
and, and it, it can not work very well at all and but but both of the of the uh winter movies were both so charming i love them both yeah. and <laughs> i'm excited for this new one of course uh but are you a like winter sports person was that fun at all to be at that uh, i do i do yeah. like uh winter sports very much i don't get the opportunity to do them that often um mm-hmm. i ski and snowboard these days i prefer to ski it's mm-hmm. nice to have like one leg in case the other one goes a bit funny you know yeah. uh, <laughs> I, I had a pretty whopping concussion snowboarding once because yeah you just it's just the way it goes sometimes and uh so although i can snowboard i'm more happy to ski mm-hmm. uh but yeah, I love being up in the mountains um, and that is, shooting has been kind of the opportunity to do that. So yeah. this this time we shot um, in Vancouver rather than Winnipeg and Calgary. Yeah. And uh, we got to go to a great uh, mountain resort called Hemlock uh, Grove. Mm-hmm. And it was beautiful. It's just, it was quite small, you know, it's just the right size. Nothing was like too much. And uh, we got really lucky with the weather and really lucky with the scenery. And it's a great experience. Yeah. That would be amazing. And uh, the proposal in the second one was so great. So yeah, epic. So they, well they done. They made it look so good with the, the art design. The, the yeah. set designers did such a great job and all the lighting and stuff. Yeah, they, they really hats off to them. It was so good. We loved it. And then the music, they spent big to get <laughs> that oh. song from Twilight in there. It was really oh, right. exciting. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, stay tuned for the wedding. Let me tell you. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> well, and Rakia told us that she was super sick in the filming of the second one. Oh yeah, she yeah yeah. <laughs> I forget exactly, but I I do remember her kind of rolling out of the trailer for one take and, and kind of having to be rolled back in. Uh, yeah, yeah I, think, I think she struggled a couple of days there. Well, that's why I was wondering if you kind of look at experiences like that so different now with. Uh, with all the precautions that you have to take with COVID and everything. Because yeah. I, I know for me, I, I think back on times when I would go to a, a critic screening because I'm a yeah. film critic and I would just be near death so sick. But yeah. I was like, I got to go to the screening. I got to go. I now I think, what was I thinking? Why, why, thinking? why did I, I do that? I know. You but don't I'm just trying to be a, a go-getter. I know. We've all done it. When I was shooting Forever in My Heart, both Merritt and I were sick. She had brutal allergies and I had a stomach flu. Oh, no. And, I, and it surprised me. All of a sudden, I had to run off to the bathroom, like, you know, and throw up, unfortunately. And that was right before take. And then, you know, you get back to it and the whole crew's ready to go and you're sweating a bit and then yeah. you just got to shoot and move on. Yeah. Uh, what what's it like for you to do a movie like that where you have to do an accent versus a movie where you're able to be in your your uh, regular voice um, well for the irish one i did have to work on it a bit uh the irish accent is particularly tricky mm-hmm. um and i was more used to hearing a northern irish accent um perhaps just because of like politics in the uk and stuff uh and so when I, I got the film about two weeks before shooting, which isn't a lot of time. No, that's like, short. Yeah. Uh, so I worked with a dialect coach for a few sessions remotely. Um, and at the time also, the, the film the, the film originally was going to be uh, set in the southwest of Ireland, which is very particularly Irish. 
and then the, the the setting of it kind of moved to more around the Dublin area, which is a slightly different accent too. So at the end of the day, I just had to do my best. Yeah. Um, and uh, fortunately, we did have a guy on set, Chris McNewman, who's a great actor, and uh, he was there uh, on that to help me just to iron in uh, any last things in the dialect. So I felt like I did an okay job there. Um, but it does throw up challenges. And at the same time, it can make... Uh, it can almost make choices for you it can you can kind of find the character through the mm. accent in a different way and I always yeah. really enjoy that in a lot of ways that's sometimes the process I enjoy the most is like the work where I'm tucked away in the dark by myself like figuring out the difference mm -hmm. between one phoneme and another and I'm, I'm trying to really perfect it but, oh, yeah. for whatever reason I love it and then yeah. the, the American accent and my English accent I mean my English accent is probably not as good as my American one anymore. Uh, so uh, I, I'm fairly comfortable in both of them. Yeah. Well, I think you did a good job. I really like Forever My Heart. I thought it was oh, really thanks. sweet. We actually just cover, we have a, a little show that uh, my friend, uh, Lisa Lucas, who's a communications professor, uh, we have a little show we do once a month where we take a homework film and we look at it through uh, through friendship and through communication and through things. Anyway, we just did Forever in My Heart. I had, yeah. it, all, I had it all done before I even uh, knew that I was going to be interviewing you. And and then it all happened. I'm like, this is perfect. Uh, good, <laughs> but good timing. I, I really like it. I think it's really classic. I mean, we were saying on the uh, on the episode that I don't think there's that big a difference between forever in my heart and something like leap year for yeah. the, you know, feature feature films, in my Great. opinion. Well, um, I'm grateful for your opinion. And I loved, yeah. I loved making that film. It was such a treat to be in Ireland. And it really reminded me of where I grew mm -hmm. up in England and my sister got to come and visit me. And then I got to go mm -hmm. to England afterwards. Um, it was a treat to do that. The mm -hmm. crew were amazing. The cast was so fun. It was beautiful. And yeah, some of the locations, like, I don't know if you remember Merritt and I kind of walking up a hill with the like lake in the background. Mm -hmm. That was the Guinness Estates, you know, like Guinness, mm -hmm. Guinness. Stupid. It was just the, the scenery. It was stupid. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't take yeah, it. Yeah. But, and I really liked Liam and Catherine's characters, like your BFFs. Yeah, in exactly. That. They were yeah. so fun. Yeah, exactly. Emmett and Roe in real life. Uh, mm -hmm. Just brilliant. Yeah, they were good. And so one perfect wedding. And now yeah. this seemed like this was talked about for a while, but it just couldn't seem to kind of get get done and get made. I, yeah. And and so you're finally able to kind of get it done. When did you shoot this in December? Uh, hang on. Um, January, actually. January. Yeah, no, OK. Yeah. End of January through February, I think. So that must have been fun to, to get back all together and be finally making the third movie. It was so nice. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was it was really nice. It was my first time really being around people for a year. Um, yeah. So I was I was just thrilled to have a conversation <laughs> with someone face to face, uh, and um, you know also to be working again. But yeah, to get to see Taylor and Rakia and the director Gary and and all that. Uh, kind of get the band back together mm -hmm. if you like uh mm -hmm. was really fun yeah yeah so did you feel safe with all the precautions and the shields and the masks and all that stuff yeah i felt super safe so mm -hmm. i had to quarantine for two weeks because we shot in canada and there's a mandatory two-week right quarantine so uh that took care of that uh i felt really safe there and i got into a very zen place 
not being able to leave a room for two weeks. Uh, and then shooting wise, everyone was very safe and very respectful um, and uh, wearing masks and shields. And so, uh, mm -hmm. you know, everyone did their best. And then we would take our masks and shields off in between action and cut. Uh, so everyone did their best, yeah. So did you do any like binge watching when you were in quarantine? What didn't I binge watch? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was like the- You're like watching Bridgerton, click, oh, click. Yeah. Opportunity yeah. knocks, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't watch Bridgerton. I had, ah! an audition. I had an audition for Bridgerton and I didn't get it. So ah! I'm not gonna watch it. No. Uh, the, um, <laughs> the first thing we binge watched, uh, cause my wife was sick, uh, we just needed to settle in and watch. Yeah. Um, I've, I've been trying to get her to watch The Wire for uh, years. Yeah. And so we like settled in and uh, <laughs> just crushed episodes and smashed carrot cake, uh, which was the, the one good thing to come out of it was our baking prowess went through the oh, roof. And uh, so, yeah, we were just watching episode after episode of The Wire. Um, what else did we binge? I mean, oh, The West Wing clearly oh, i mean you could spend a whole lifetime binging yeah. on the west wing um so you're on then, like yeah. sorkin kick yeah we were on a off. massive sorkin kick i mean we we even started talking more quickly to each yeah. other <laughs> <laughs> your wife's yeah, like so what that, is happening here why are yeah, exactly. we exactly why, why are we talking about yeah let's talk about the deficit and <laughs> that's funny <laughs> yeah yeah, and I'm trying to think what else was really. I mean, there were so many good shows last year. Yeah, it yeah. kind of was the saving grace of 2020. Yeah, it was totally. all the. I mean, there we're were some good movies good one too. Now. But... We're watching uh, the the Bureau, which is a French series. Oh yeah, that's well worth it. Yeah, that's that's deep deep <laughs> intrigue. Uh, I can't remember what else we we binge watched, but there there are three solid ones. Yeah, there you go. Cool. <laughs> and, uh, so obviously this one is going to be about a wedding, uh, the wedding between. Hope so. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Otherwise it's false advertising. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Is there anything else that you can tell us or is it all too spoiler? You don't want to give it away. I don't want to give too much away, but okay. I, I do think that people are going to enjoy it. I think the writers did a really good job uh, in terms of uh, unpacking uh, a bit the rest of our lives like we get to meet um taylor's dad we get to meet my sister mm -hmm. um learn some of the backstories about why the characters are the way they are yeah and uh, i think the writers did a really good job of, of um making that mm -hmm. just uh feel very natural and, and clear and i know yeah. from experience that's very difficult to do uh, so yeah they were they were great what do you think about these sweet romances what do you think are the appeal and and if you were trying to sell someone say give it a shot you might actually like it what would you say oh yeah well they're sweet films with relatable issues and problems mm -hmm. you know um i think that everyone has and goes through and i think also the the kind of issues that are the most important ones like none of us know any superheroes really you right. know like that's not something that happens in real life um you know whatever it might be we might not be part of some high stakes mm -hmm. bank robbery or something right. i don't know but like yeah. you know when we look back on our lives these kind of smaller uh moments um that seem small are the bigger ones and um 
they're, they're more more relatable as a consequence yeah i've said that for a long time actually when people say oh those movies they're so unrealistic and i'm like eh, i don't know yeah. i mean most people you sit down and hear their love story most people have a meet cute of some variation of some kind right. of how they met most of them have their you know their relationship that's kind of corny and cheese ball and that's just the way it's part of life yep exactly yep, i agree yeah. So cool. Well, we like to end our interviews with some fun, silly questions. Not the pre that the previous okay. questions have not been silly, but here we go. <laughs> so All the right. first question is yes. what is the best ice cream flavor? Oh, vanilla. Okay. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> All right. What is your favorite Maybe color? Well, that's a tough one, but I'm going to go with cobalt blue. Oh, very specific. Very good. Okay. Uh, what music are you listening to or into right now? Since you're a big music person, which, what's on your uh, playlist? Brass tracks. This duo, out, I think oh. they're out of New York. They are great. Everything they touch turns to gold. They tend to work with a guest vocalist in each, uh, in each song, um, but their production is so good and they have a lot of live horns. It just sounds wicked. Everyone yeah. listen, brass tracks, go. Cool. I haven't heard of that. Very mm -hmm. good. Okay. Uh, what... Well, the, the question used to be, what is your go-to date night food? But oh, yeah. since we can't go on dates anymore with COVID, uh, what would be your like DoorDash order or your Postmates? Oh, tough order? call. Tough call, but I'm going to... Burger. As long as burger. it comes quick enough. Because right. if it comes a bit slow and it's, you know, the fries soggy. are soggy, then it's no fun. Right. Uh, so, yeah, we've got, we've got a couple burger spots that... If, mm -hmm. if we think like we can get it quickly then we'll, that's our move yeah yeah i do like a good burger that's Nothing a good choice yeah. yeah that's right <laughs> okay uh well back when we can go out and do yes. stuff what would be your go-to date night activity well that probably will be going to a nice restaurant <laughs> um yeah uh I feel like sitting inside and having food is, yeah. is going to feel very strange. Yeah, um, I feel I actually have scheduled to go to a couple things coming up in the next few months yeah. once I'm vaccinated. Yeah. And I feel like I'm just going to be like openly weeping for like the next year. It's I think I think that's a real possibility. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And you I shouldn't so. hold it back. Just no, like, I make won't. sure you take your Kleenex and go for it. Yeah. But yeah. That's so I think I think for us, it's going to be uh, a nice, nice meal yeah very good okay <laughs> dogs or cats uh dogs in fact got a dog about a year ago um she's a very sweet little thing she's Aww. afraid of everything still Aww. uh but she's very sweet cool uh beaches or mountains uh, beaches i grew up on a by the by the water and that's that's my world um i wish i could get there more often mm -hmm. me too uh suit or, suit and tie or sweats I tell you, I would normally say sweats, but I've been in sweats for over a year. That's suit and tie it up a little bit this year. Yeah, me too. That's what yeah. I say too. Yeah. All right. What is your favorite holiday to celebrate? I mean, uh, the, the, probably the winter holidays, you know. Christmas. Uh, yeah. Last, last few years made a really strong effort of like going home. My wife's family's in Sweden. My family's English. Oh. Uh, and so we make like a, a big trip out of it. Um, that's great. But that said, my favorite time of year is sort of when it crosses from summer into autumn mm -hmm. and uh, everything starts getting fresh, 
kind of that going back to school time you know mm-hmm. that's that's a time that I always really, really enjoy yeah that's a good one that's good all right last question okay what is your favorite hallmark or romantic movie this is very tough and you could say one of the ones you're in if you want that's uh, my summer prince <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. It's a good pick. Yes. (laughs) Well, you did it. You passed the test. You answered all the questions. Congratulations. All right. (laughs) Thank you so much for talking with us. This was a blast. I really enjoyed enjoyed it. And so everyone enjoys the film. I hope you enjoy the film. Yeah, I'm sure I will. So uh, where can people follow you on social media? All that fun stuff. Uh, Instagram, Jackson Turner, J-A-X-O-N-T-U-R-N-E-R. I'm not 100% sure what my Twitter is. I don't like it. I don't use it. Uh, So uh, Instagram's probably the best bet. Um, Yeah, and uh, that's pretty much it. Okay, good. We'll have that in the description section. People can follow you. And you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. And make sure you're following the podcast, the Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast, all over social media. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. We really appreciate that. And if you are watching on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to our channel. We appreciate that so much. We have our patron group and merch store. Take a look at that. And thank you so much for coming and talking with us. We really appreciate it. And hopefully we'll have you back. Um, Sounds good. I'd love to. That'd be great. So we'll talk to you all later. And bye, everyone. Bye-bye.